And once again, we caution you. These stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now. Here we go again, Junior. We're off on the road to Morocco. This taxi is tough on the spine. Beats the bus, huh, Junior? Beats me. Where we're we're going? going? Why we're going? How can we be sure? I'll lay you eight to five that we meet Dorothy Lamoche. <laughs> off on the road to Morocco. Hang on till the end of the line. I hear this country's where they do the dance of the seven bells. We tell you more, but we would have the censor on our tails. We certainly do get around. Like Webster's Dictionary, we're Morocco bound. Podcast. I'm Tom Carnell. And I'm Langley West. And you're here for episode 128. And in a weird bit of returning to our, I guess, our roots. It's our roots. New, yeah. new buddy. Yeah. And we're going to talk about today the uh, the road picture. The road picture. And, and, I, and I feel like we've talked about this peripherally before. I don't know. I, I, like, I can't remember if we actually did a road picture show. No. no. Okay. So, but we have talked about a lot of these movies. Well, before. it's that's the weird thing about pulling my list together was that there was a weird, there's um, a weird cross section of genres mm-hmm. and um, I mean we've got everything in the here from like the Hope Crosby pictures which we'll talk about right to in essence the Hitcher right that kind of a range yeah. of, of topics so it's not just something like westerns where there's there's a a costuming for it, and there's a paradigm for right. it. This is this is its sort of framework is that you're going someplace. Right. Traveling. So many genres can be a road picture. Right. It, it, um, western. A western could be a road picture. Yeah. It's, it could be argued the Searchers is a road picture. Right. In a weird way. The 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 idea being that that your your plot, your action, the things that are happening are happening in route. They're, they're not um, right. You're you're not in a particular setting so much or or or, or location. Rather. Yeah, you're in a car, you're in a truck, you're in a you're a you're in a plane, train, or yeah. automobile. You're on foot. If yeah, it's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings is a road picture. Absolutely, absolutely. That's one of the the criticisms against it, right? Is yeah. that it's that it's just people walking. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think a lot of this comes from um, the road pictures that Hope and Crosby did. The sort of we're we're on the road to. You heard it in the theme song on the the way in yeah. on the intro here. Uh, it's what I used. Um, the road it, to Morocco. The yeah, road the road to, to Zanzibar. Yeah. The road to Bali. There, were, there was a whole. 
sort of slew. They did like six or seven. And, and and I'm going to say that, uh, and I may be wrong, but I'm guessing that, that the whole idea of a road picture or that term yeah. comes from those movies. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. Uh, there were seven of them from 1940 to 1962. Wow. Um, and they were usually these two, you know, this typified by two people going someplace for whatever reason and the adventures they have along the way. Right. Uh, usually it ends up with the um, the old adage of it's not the destination, it's the journey it's there. It's the journey, sure. Um, and, you know, things like... If we were looking at, at uh, the seven um, types of plots... Yeah, that's... W- I'm trying. I'm, I'm struggling to, to think. Well, it could of be what, anything. It could be sort of a, 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 a journey of discovery. It could be a, a, a hero the, being redeemed. The it, quest. Yeah, the you, quest. You have some. The hero role. redeemed. Isn't that essentially what we see in um, uh, right, things like Rain Man? You know, sure. where where it's the journey with someone that you wouldn't normally be traveling with. Right. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I mean, if you look at you, you, the Iliad. The Odyssey. Yeah. I mean, they, they're road pictures. They're literally the name is you're on this. <laughs> <laughs> we're on an Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a lot of these with with Hope and Crosby. They were the they were huge stars at the time. Um, uh, they and they had that third wheel, usually a female, Dorothy Lamour. Yeah. Joan Collins was in one of them. Sure. Um, and they're just goofy, stupid fun. And you know that there's nothing at stake, but it's fun because we love the char- We love Hope and Crosby, right. and they're being and they Hope were and essentially it, in each of those movies. They were essentially the same character. Oh yeah, Bob they're... Pope's acting range is limited. <laughs> so is Bing Crosby's. I mean, Bing Crosby right. has done a dramatic turn now and again, but a thespian, I wouldn't say he is. He, right. he is kind of like. Dean Martin and Jerry yeah. Lewis. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, there, there was a particular thing that they did well, mm-hmm. and that's what they and did. And they were usually around for the music break, which a lot of the, even the dramas in the 40s would have in the course of a band would play or right. someone would sing or, or whatever. Right. It was that overall entertainment. Like, if nothing else, there's a, there's a snappy t- song about Midway. These movies were a lot like... Uh, for lack of a better word, a variety show. Yeah, these the Hope and Crosby ones. Yeah. Absolutely, there were dance numbers. There was exotic locations. There was the silliness of seeing the actors. Set pieces were it's essentially telling jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And it would be these opportunities, you know. Where the great thing about the Hope Crosby uh, pictures is uh, the writing and the script, the little asides that like. Uh, they're saying something to move the plot forward, and then there's Bob Hope to chime in with some snappy response. Sure. Um, uh, uh, I've seen them all. They're um, they're fun and amusing in a sort of they kind of to piece me, of candy I, kind of way. I've seen several of them. I don't know if I've seen all of them, but they kind of kind of like Elvis. Presley yeah, movies yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of like just mushed together in my brain, and yeah. they're all one. Well, big they're movie. similar to the Presley movies because they're 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 not they're they're not taken seriously. They're right. they're super fun. They're super goofy. You know, I would say goofy with the Presley things, but you know, there was they were they were platforms by which to present their stars in their best light. Right. Um. And along the way, they developed this this subgenre. This other thing is going on. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in essence, in essence. Um, you know, Zombieland is a is, is a, a road movie. Is a road movie, absolutely. Um, and it fits all the criteria uh, of even the Hope Crosby movies, except that 
there's no singing and and you know we get the the entertainment value comes in the zombies and and all of that stuff right so um by the way zombie land i i contend along with it i, I have a handful of a uh, handful of films that i think of when i when i think of this has one of the best opening sequences agreed ever agreed that that opening sequence tells you everything you need to know mm-hmm. And it's beautiful, right? The slow motion shots of yeah. all the destruction that's going I, on. Yeah, I got a real soft spot in my heart for like well done slow motion. We were just talking the other night with someone here at the house about um, Desperado. Yeah. And uh, why it was why I thought it was one of my favorite films when it came out. Came out because it was just like, oh, it's like peck and well, it, it epitomizes yeah. that whole. Saturday Night Live thing of cool guys don't look at explosions. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in slow motion, everyone looks cool. That's right. Yeah. You know? um, so I don't know. Even I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme looks cool uh-huh. in slow motion. I, uh, I, there were some exclusions that I made um, in this that we were. T- uh, we, I kind of mentioned to you about like excluding things like trucker films, like Convoy, and 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 that kind of thing. But it's weird. You had brought up Smokey and the Bandit, which is a, is a road picture, but it's also a trucker movie. So we're kind of splitting the hair. It's I, hard. I, yeah, it gets it gets real funky because it's like Convoy, in my mind, is not a road movie. It's yeah, it's more a trucker about, movie. It's a trucker movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or or a CB movie. Yeah, because that was like speaking a, of weird thing. Convoy is that's Peckinpah. Peckinpah did Convoy? Yeah. Really? Yeah, with Chris Christopherson That's and Ellie so, McGraw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he directed that. <laughs> it's just weird because it's this goofy song that you, they, they built a film around. Do you remember the Chuck Norris trucker film? No. Breaker, Breaker? Yeah, Breaker, Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Norris. Not a... Jumping on fads because he has no talent. Yeah, well, it was, it was I think, his first thing, right? It was before Good Guys Were Black. Was it? Yeah. Uh... I think so. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm gonna look this I don't have a year on it. Breaker Breaker was was notable because he, his brother, <laughs> who did a lot of the stunt work in his films, yeah. played actually a character that he fought. <laughs> <laughs> Sibling rivalry. <laughs> <I'm screwed>. Um <laughs> Yeah. So there's there's those, but you know you 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 have the other things in that same sort of nebula. Sarah, look at look at like Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run, it, it, it's like I think it's a road movie by default. Yeah. But it, but it's not. It's more about all the shenanigans that are going yeah, on. Yeah, it's a Dean Martin episode. Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's something you could see them pulling off in a half hour, and, and at the time, cars and racing and all of that, like Gone in sixty seconds, shit was hot. Right. And um, yeah, they're remaking Cannonball Run, I hear. Oh my god. <laughs> are they going to bring Jackie Chan back? No, I <laughs> doubt it. It'll probably be like, like an Avengers movie or some bullshit. Uh, you know what I mean? Those kind of guys, Tom Hiddleston. And, by the way. I, I, I have not watched a Fast and Furious movie. Other They're than, all over this list, too. Other other than the original Fast and Furious. With, I haven't even seen that. With Rod, the Roger Corman movie. With, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. David... That, that. Uh, uh, Carradine? No, no. David Hansen? I don't know. I can't remember now. Um, uh, yeah, no, this thing... when at the, And now, at, with the point that they're, they're all James Bond... Man, who cares? Right, right. Wait, who was who? Who played um, the original fugitive? 
David Jansen. David Jansen. David Jansen is the star of the original Fast and Furious oh, okay. um, by Roger Corman. Oh. <laughs> wow, David Jansen. I've thought about that guy a lot. David time. Jansen. Fugitive was the shit back in back in the day. Um, kind of an ongoing road picture. Yes. Since we were playing this with <laughs> such a broad brush. Um. I'm trying to think what else. Like, I don't even know how to address well, this. Well, I think... One of the weird things I thought of was Magical Mystery Tour, which was... Oh. It's like, yeah, I mean, it does, none of their films made... The Beatles films made, you know, a lot of sense narratively. <laughs> right. But um, uh, Magical Mystery Tour, you know, it could be argued that it's them on the road. Yeah. So, yeah. there you go. Well, I mean, well, I mean, there's a lot of... Um, Music documentaries that can oh, be sure. considered road films because you're yeah, following yeah, somebody yeah. on Twitter. Spinal Tap. And sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, or the mockumentaries like Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, one thing about the Fast and Furious is is like I I get it because it's always fun to watch cars explode <laughs> and sure. shit explode. But I I see that we're at like what seven or eight of them. It's kind uh, of mind boggling. Maybe I, I need to watch some of these movies so that I get it because I'm clearly missing something. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Uh before we turn on the tape I brought up as an example of some of this uh weird examples was I wanted to, wanted to mention Apocalypto. <laughs> <laughs> because because in essence once that initial event happens and he he's on the road. Right. There's some there's some catalyst. There's yeah. something that, that makes somebody go. Either something that happens or something that doesn't happen, right? The the the, the flight that gets canceled and you need to take another thing, right. trains and automobiles. Um, um, the decision to travel, the decision to get on a boat. Well, or... I I think what what all of these movies really speak to is human beings' natural tendency for wanderlust. In, yeah. In in that we, I mean, from I mean, I was going to make the argument about. Um, you know how uh, American culture is so much based on car culture, mm -hmm. and tr and you know going on the open road, and and and, and the sense of freedom that comes with that. It's yeah. like you know what, fuck the job, fuck the whatever. I'm getting the in identity. my car. I'm yeah. getting on my bike. It's Thelma and Louise, which it's, is a road picture. Exactly. Yeah. Bob well, Seger. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just on the streaming music streaming service I I use they just added a bunch of Bob Seeker and I don't get it I don't get any of that <laughs> that's kind of like I listen to that and I go man, man no come on there's I some don't of get it that's you know, any like, of it who who hasn't had that that you know roll me away you know just <laughs> put me on a bike and let me cross the Rockies never never <laughs> yeah no uh, uh, but there's always that like that music you don't get this is a total sidebar kids uh, that music you don't get you know like like the dead I, I tried know, for years to get man, the dead the Grateful and I Dead is it. hard for me uh, uh, I although having said that there's a couple albums that I fell in love with um well, but, maybe because you hear them a lot, <laughs> because someone you know likes them. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Like, well, like the, like like um, Mountains of the Moon on whatever that impronounceable album. Yeah, is. yeah, it's great. It's yeah. weird, and it's like it's well, like you I, fire enough shots, you're gonna hit, you're gonna hit a target. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the idea of like the. Um, it's the introduction of chaos, the chaos of I have to get from here to there, and and you're 
every time that ever has ever happened to anybody, it's always an adventure. Right. Um, because you don't, you know, your, your car could break down. There's always, lost. there are always obstacles. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite road movies of the last few years is Paul. Paul. Paul with the, uh, the, the Seth I don't even have that on my alien, list. Alien. Yeah. Um, Nick Frost oh, it and is. Simon Pegg are taking him somewhere. They, 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 they just know they have to go north. Yeah. Um, uh, and it turns out that they're going to Devil's Tower mm -hmm. um, because that's where... Because the they're informed sci-fi-wise. Sci right, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and it's the idea of, you know, Pee-wee getting his bike back. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pee-wee, oh, God, Pee-wee's Big Adventure is... It's a great movie. One, is such a such a road movie. Yeah. Two, is so, such a good movie, and I think it's over. Talk about good, be excellent be like beginnings to films. Yeah. That whole waking up... Yeah, with the, with, the, with the crazy... It's all Rube Goldberg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the end, but but again, it's like, I need to get this. I need It's the ring all over again. Yeah. It's, um, he has to get to the basement of the Alamo, which does not exist. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, you know, I think it's interesting that one of the greatest road movies ever made um, largely skips over the whole traveling part. Uh, King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think about this journey these guys. Well, first of all, they got to get it's Kong's there, journey, right? And then they got to get the giant ape yeah. from. Um, you, you know, they you know you, you do the dissolve, right? You do the dissolve from sure. Those. He'll his name will be in lights. Kong, the eighth wonder of the world. But there's a whole journey there that we don't see where they, they have to get the ape on the ship. They have to keep him alive, you know, uh, oh, from there to there. Man. Had yeah, to get funny. that. That is so <laughs> funny. Um, and, I, and I also had a tough time splitting up things like the, the chase movies, like speaking of Peckinpah, The Getaway. Oh, sure. Um they're on the road, but yeah. this is no longer, it's not about, like, the wanderlust that you're talking about. Now right. you're running from something. And I think those are inherently different. I think so, too. Um, there's a movie called The Chase. Yeah. Starring Charlie Sheen. <laughs> um, I can't remember who else is Whoever in it. Else. Oh, uh, Henry Rollins is a cop in it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah, it's about, it's not about the road as much as it is. Um, the chase that's going on. But a movie that you mentioned earlier, I think totally qualifies as a road picture, and that is The Hitcher. Yeah. The totally, yeah, absolutely. You it's, know, it's, a, it's kind of a chase movie, but it's also about that unpredictability, and it's, there's it, not, not a lot of sense of humor there. Like you, The Hitcher is one of those movies that it could be considered a lot of genres. Mm-hmm. What it reminds me most of is Duel. Yeah. In yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. In that there's there's someone determined to kill you, and this is the scariest thing, there's no motive. Yeah, yeah. It's there, kind of like in, what's that Kurt Russell movie, Breakdown? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or The Vanishing, if you ever saw The Vanishing. Oh, yeah. Where the guy's wife disappears and he's on a big... Right. Form. And it doesn't make... It, I mean, it makes no sense at all other than Rutger Hauer's character is completely insane yeah. and has unfortunately put you in his sights mm -hmm. like duel 
Do we ever find out in Duel? I can't remember now. It's been a long... I don't is, think is so. Is there even a person that we... No. That we... Like, remember the car? Yeah. The movie The Car. Yeah. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of those. Yeah. There was a lot of those. Um, another name uh, that came up in my thinking was uh, Easy Rider. Oh, my God. Yeah, Easy Rider's totally a road movie, and it's great. Uh, it is... It, it, Underestimated as a film, people, I mean, there was a big cultural impact because people were like, wow, man, you know, but um, as a film, it holds together well. All the acting is solid. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine being along for the ride with those guys <laughs> making that movie? Holy shit. I know, right? Right, right. Um, we, we talked about Cannibal Run. I mean, before. Dennis Hopper as a director. Mm-hmm. At that particular time period, I think one of the worst things that could possibly happen to you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, I just want to sit there and name titles, but like, um, there's that, there's the, the, some of the titles we're mentioning now, they've lost that sense of fun again. I was just going to mention Devil's Rejects. Um, It's, it's. It is on the road, but it's now it's turned a little darker. It's not, you know, the, the, some of the titles we're talking about now aren't. Um, there's no song break. Right. Well, what's the What's the Satanic Panic movie where we're we're in the race RV, with the devil? Race with the devil. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of fun going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it starts that way. It starts kind of like a road picture that turns sour. Um, right. Hills have eyes in a weird. Not that since it's it's that's like an interrupted that's like an interrupted road movie yeah <laughs> yeah wow tried to come up with a list of those there's a few yeah 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 <laughs> um but yeah the idea that uh, I like to think of this subgenre this subgenre is sort of there's that there's that redempt redemptatory aspect the redemption aspect of it of characters who may not have been nice in the beginning. Mike Flanstrom's an honorable builder. Right, right, right. Um, that are a little more light-hearted, sort of capture that. Um, sure. Because once we get, I think we get into horror and that kind of thing, it starts to become something else. and it's Or action, you know, like the car movie or whatever. It starts to get to be right. something else. I mean, like, well, here's an example. Like, that, that a movie that really is not light-hearted at all, but it's a great movie. Um... And I guess it qualifies as a road hmm. movie, and that's Vanishing Point. Absolutely, Vanishing Point. It's not just a car movie. No, it's it's about what's going on with uh-huh. with uh, what's his name Kowalski. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cleavon Little is so good in that as a, oh, man. As a radio guy. as the radio guy. Yeah. Oh, dude, He's I got... haven't seen that in years. I, yeah. I need to. That's one of the ones that came out around the whole first God in sixty seconds thing. Yeah. Or whatever else. But it was different. It mm-hmm. wasn't about the exhilaration of the car chase. Yeah. It was about. It was. It was. I don't know. It was deeper psychologically. As more it, cat and mouse. More. Yeah. What have you. Uh, another one that doesn't have any sense of humor is California. With sure. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. yeah, David Duchovny. David Duchovny yeah, and yeah. Juliette Lewis. That's another movie that doesn't get name dropped a lot, but man, that was one of those movies firing on all cylinders there. Yeah. That was one of those movies that made me think of. Um, there were there were a slew a slew of movies that came out around the same time as Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff, and uh, that seemed to 
I don't know. They, 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 people saw what Tarantino was doing, and they kind of latched on, and they were like, okay, I we get this. Mm-hmm. And California is one of those movies. Yeah, True Romance is another. True Romance is well. True Romance is a Tarantino movie. It's just not directed by. Right, right. But my but the point is, is that it it, it all had that same. Yeah, it had that same patina of. I don't know, grime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cal- I, I would call it California grime. <laughs> California with a K, right? Yes. Uh, the other one that got me was, um, I had completely forgotten about, was uh, Clint Eastwood's A Perfect World with Ke- Kevin Costner. Oh my God, that is the such kid. a good movie, man. It's so good. It's but, so good. But it, it's, it, fits all, it, it fits all of the criteria Absolutely. here. Um, it was just one of those titles that when it came up, I was like, Oh yeah, you know uh, what's it, what is it with Kevin Costner that like he makes these solid films, but he also makes some shit. But but he just doesn't get the respect that he deserves. I don't know. Um, a Perfect World is one of those movies that um, I hold it very high esteem. That's mm-hmm. a great movie. On, on whether you're a fan of this or that, or the, whether you're a fan of great acting, whether you're a fan of great script writing whether you're a fan of a particular genre that's a great movie and i never hear it talked about ever ever yeah and uh it's a good movie and 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 so people if you're listening and you've never seen a movie called a perfect world with kevin costner yeah, don't gone. shy away from it yeah because it's, it's so costner good because it's i want to say Eastwood. who's the kid is uh, elijah wood yeah is it i somebody I like remember. that one of those big-eyed kids yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. I have a there's there's like a there's like a it's like you know Elijah Wood and Toby McGuire, the Witness kid, uh, and the Lucas Haas, Jake Gyllenhaal. They, yeah. they all could have been brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all grow up, and you're like, ah. <laughs> um, one of the things that also uh, occurred to me was the stand. Yeah. Yeah. It's not again. We're not. We're talking about stuff. We're, we'll get back to the lighthearted stuff. But the stand, you know, again, it fits. It fits all the criteria. I would say the stand, the book, more than the more TV. than the TV show yeah, yeah, or the, yeah. the TV miniseries. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I, I, the stand is one of those things. Um, it's one of those books that for I haven't done it in a while, but for many years it was one of those I read once a year books. Mm-hmm. I, I dearly love it, and I dearly love the the TV miniseries. Now, I hear a lot of Mick Garris. Uh, Mick Garris, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I hear a lot of um, I hear a lot of people kind of go, "Well, it's really dated," um, and yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's I I really hate that as a criticism when people say something's really dated. Mm-hmm. To me, that just means. It's a time capsule. Well, of course it's yeah, dated. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's reflecting what was the going on. The first question should be, when was it made? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was 97? Okay. And then you and then now you have a framework. Right. Yeah. Again, it's because it's like saying, like, well, you know, this that noir was dated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. the point. Man, I watched uh, Cecil, D. Uh, <laughs> Cecil B. DeMille's uh, original version of The Ten Commandments, and boy, is it dated. It's dated. Well, yeah, it was 1920-something. It's, really, it's real stage-bound. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, 
trying to think. The other one that came up that I made me kind of go get a happy feeling was um, the long, long trailer. The, the Holy shit! I haven't Lucio thought about Ball that movie in and years. Arnaz. Oh yeah, my yeah. god! I used to watch that every time I could. It's like, a, it's fun, it and is. I am so not a Lucille Ball fan, but it's fun. Man, that movie is a blast! A yeah. blast! The long, long trailer. Yeah. And and for people who don't know what we're talking about, it's it's Lucy, um, Lucille Ball, uh-huh. Desi Arnaz. They were married at the time. They were married. They, they were, were hot off the TV show, or right? probably still doing the TV show. Probably, and they and the and the and the plot device is they're they're traveling. I can't remember why they're traveling, but they're going someplace, someplace, and they're hauling this huge ass trailer. Yeah, for whatever reason, they're given this really long, long, tra- <laughs> long trailer. Trailer, and it is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one that pops into my head is uh, uh, just most recently Logan. Uh, see, now I still haven't seen Logan, yeah, so I, so I. But it's, but again, it's, it's, it's we're going someplace. Are they going someplace because they're being chased? Um, they're being chased, but not, but, but it's, um, it's secondary to the fact that they're going someplace. Ah, gotcha. They were going to go someplace. Yeah, whether and they someone's were on the way. Not. Yeah, it's oh, okay. kind of like the Devil's Tower thing. Gotcha. I got to get someplace so that something can happen. Right. Yeah, because again, there—that's a good example. With Paul, mm-hmm. I, I consider that a road movie, but that brings up the point: they are being chased while they're on their right. way to. Yeah. As opposed to um, a film that is solely based on... I have to leave because these guys are going to kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Gone in 60 Seconds, that keeps coming up. Um, the Rock movie you know, that wait, was out I, recently. I, I, I want to step Drive, back. I think it was called. I want to I step back. I keep saying that uh, The Fast and the Furious was a Roger Corman movie with David Jansen, and, I, and now I... Now I'm not sure. Was it Gone in 60 Seconds? No, that wasn't David Johansson. Okay, David okay. Johansson. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and that would be a cool movie. Yeah. It, no, um, it wasn't David Jansen, but was it? Was that the Roger Corman movie? Or were they both Roger Corman movies? It's Gone. I I'm don't not know. sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure. If you, if you know what we're talking about, find us on Facebook. Yeah. It was funny. I walked into a gas station the other day, and the original Fast and Furious oh, that's was... Cool. What's on a shelf? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think here. Uh, some a couple of others. Um, well, for a while there, there were these films, these weird, um, sort of ensemble films. Um, Around the World in 80 Days. Right. Is one. Right. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Oh, uh, that's one of the. I, th- I, I'd say that's one of the greatest road. Pi- pictures ever made yeah other than i i I consider the hope crosby is sort of one sure um and this is definitely another one yeah 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 you know it was this broad cast of people all looking for something and and it all starts with this catalyst of jimmy durante (laughs) kicking the bucket (laughs) but with and giving out the secret you know, yeah. it's like you know, there's this is here. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the one of the my favorite things about that movie is that um, the uh, the investigator, uh, uh, help me out. What's his name? I'm trying, um, I, I don't. I'm drawing a blank on the. Oh, father Jim. knows best. Robert Young. No. Knows um, <laughs> best. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, Anyway, or, 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 um, Father of the Bride, I'm sorry, Father of the Bride. 
Spencer Tracy. Spencer Tracy is the investigator who's like right, okay. following these guys. And he's in it for the money too. Oh sure. He's he's yeah. And it was such great playing against type and you know, Ethel Merman and Milt see just seeing Ethel Merman and Milton Berle on oh. screen together. I still laugh my ass off watching Mickey Rooney and Buddy Hackett fly that damn plane. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney was so great. And it was so sad the way it all turned out for him. Yeah. But holy shit. Yeah, there's just some great stuff. Jonathan Winters, who I understand they could they could barely control when they were making the movie. Sure. I really I you know, it's funny because, you know, Jonathan Winters and, and um, Robin Williams had that connection later on. Yeah. And, um but I really do see Jonathan Winters as the first Robin Williams, yeah, if that makes yeah, any sense yeah, yeah. at all. The guy was nuts. There's stuff on YouTube that you can find of him. Just they, they, he used to have a TV show, and there was a portion of it of that he would go into the attic, yeah, and just pick up shit. There was like there was all this junk around. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was like like carrot tops attic. Yeah, but he would just start improvising off stuff, and um, hilarious. It was great. Um, That's why it should have been great when he became a regular on Mark and Mindy. But it wasn't <laughs> because it was Mark and Mindy. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't. You got to let those kind of people go. Yeah. You know? And they, Williams, I think, learned to control all that, you know, to be, to focus, oh, to be to, an actor. A, as an actor. But Jonathan yeah. Winters was, I mean, I, all that kind of an intellect on steroids. Yeah. And hard to keep nailed down. Is he, is, I can't remember, is, is Jonathan Winters still with us? No. No? No, 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 no. Um, there's a great documentary called Certifiably Jonathan, and it talks about a lot of the, what's his later life and his right. condition. Right, paintings. And, and there was paintings, and there was a lot of um, not, uh, mental health issues. And there was, a, there was a, a, a sitcom for a while with Jonathan Winters, and I sure. can't remember the name of it, but yeah. to me, in my mind, it's fairly recent. He's a guy that I think you just cut him loose in places yeah you know what i mean and and just and you're gonna get gold you shoot enough film on that guy you're gonna get gold i remember uh my dad had a vinyl album of jonathan winters and and i it was it was one of one of my happiest memories is of um sitting with my dad listening to this album after album into the wee hours of the morning all that stuff and it was like smothers brothers jonathan winters and Bill Cosby. Yeah. You know, uh, I just taught, said about shooting in a film, it reminded me of another road picture that isn't a road picture, and that's Borat. Oh, yeah. Shoot, yeah. Shooting enough of, of improvisation that you get an end result. Right. Um, and Borat is a, is, is a road picture in a it weird kind of way. It is a road picture. That's a guy that, that, that I, I wish could find a, 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 a thing. It seems mm-hmm. like he can't find like 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 people can't peg him, right? Because when he when he when he hits he hits hard, right? And it's always good, um, but he, he they just haven't found. I was really excited about him as Freddie Mercury. I heard I, did you, I, there was a video I saw where um, Sasha Baron Cohen was on Howard. And he said the initial the reason they, the meetings about him being Freddie Mercury fell apart was the band was basically saying that the script had to be like essentially Freddie died at the end of the first act. Oh wow! 
What? So, yeah. So the rest of the movie was just about the band and how they recovered and and picked up their pieces. And... That's insane. I know. That, that's... that's what he said. Right. He was like, uh, you're, I think you're missing the point on, the, <laughs> on what people want to see on this story. Uh, that would have been a biopic that, like, oh, bombed. Cause, like, and it's... people are really, I know people who are really protective. Of it. The idea of making a film on his life is, um, you know, sacrilege. Mm. Um, and the fact but this new kid they they have doing it now, the kid from um, oh you Mr. mean Robot doing the shows? No, doing oh. Oh. doing their the the project is back online. Really, and it's the dude from Mr. Robot. Okay, the kind of funny looking dude. Yeah, <laughs> the funny looking dude. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, put some teeth in him. Sure, and, sure. And yeah, we can we can pull it off. He's a good actor. Yeah, you know, um, that'll be interesting. It will be interesting. Uh, are there any others? You, I just want to. Do oh my God! There's there's so many, right? Like like we didn't we haven't talked about um, Mad Max. Mad Max. So Mad Max. Totally road. Well, like you know, and and which one? Because they're all. I would say I would argue that the first Mad Max movie is not a road picture. Yeah, there's a lot of driving the road. around. Yeah, but. Absolutely. And neither is the third one. It's not a journey. The third one is... The third is, one isn't. Yeah, but the second one absolutely the is. Road Warrior is Fury totally... Fury Road. Yeah. Totally Oh, is. the fourth one. Yeah. yeah. Fury Road is... Both the Road Warrior and Mad Max Fury Road are road movies. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. and not just because they're driving. It's like... Talk about their, the character arc couldn't happen without... Those characters being on their own, without the, yeah, without and you the get journey. the odd, you get the odd sort of uh, congregation of people, right? That um, are forced to travel together, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's all right there. And you know, it's funny because the, the 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 one I think we all hold in the most esteem, mm -hmm. the fourth one, Mad Max Fury Road, is a road movie where you go so far. Yeah. And then you turn around and you go back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta think that they weighed that out and thought, man, maybe there's a place that we could go instead. Right. But just because to go someplace, just to go back, it kind of well, it, it's it's kind Although, of it's kind of genius because yeah, it's like the more I uh, think about it, it's metaphoric for the futility of of it all, right? Right. Yeah. 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 The, a lot Listen of to our Fury Road episode, by the way. Right, I think that thing was like I don't know. It was when it first. It came was out. as long as the movie. Like <laughs> it went three it, yeah, hours it, it was three hours. <laughs> but it, um, it we did it right on the weekend that it came out. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. a good. I, I need to go back and rewatch that. I, I watched it, you know, for a few times for a while, and it's been sitting on this on the. I've seen since. it once, and then um, oh, dude, you you, you really I, need to go back. I saw the black and chrome edition, oh, which yeah. I like. Oh, my favorite thing about the. Black and Chrome edition is that there's no dialogue. Well, and, and that it's uh, I like the high contrast. You know? The high contrast is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I didn't realize when I first started watching it that they had taken out the dialogue and it was all just music. Oh well, yeah. And it's cool. It's so I think cool. It succeeds where Logan Noir doesn't. Logan Noir is just the movie with his color turned off. I'll tell you the movie that I think uh, for me. Uh, changed the most hmm. when it turned black and white 
or when when there was a, a black and white version produced. Yeah. And that is the miss. Yeah. Yeah. Have you Hold seen the trailer on the TV series? I have seen the trailer on the TV series. I'm so I not interested. Really? I, I like the monsters. The monsters that I'm seeing are kind of cool. Looking. I didn't see any monsters. There's a spider thing that I saw that looked pretty rad. Okay, so maybe I'll check it out. I was getting the impression that it was about fucking zombies. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. It's The Mist. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just seems like that needs to be a... My problem with the TV series of The Mist is that I feel like... That needs to be a cracker story that moves along at a brisk pace. Right. And TV, nothing on TV goes. <laughs> right. And even when it does, it, nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, Tom doesn't like TV. Yeah, I don't like TV. <laughs> I've just officially bitten down now, and I just tell people I don't, I don't watch TV. Um, we talked about the long, long trailer. I also want to mention another really obscure movie called The Big Bus. Which is essentially the same story, but it's it's this giant bus, right? Um, that a lot of famous people are on. Um, Wait, wh- when was that made? In the sixties, sixties, seventies. Do you remember? There was like a big event about it. Like I, it was like, oh, it was the big bus. The I'm, big bus is coming. See, this is like this is like hitting yeah. hitting little synapses people in my are brain screaming that at their TV been, right, or their <laughs> radio right now. <laughs> They're like, you that stupid like, fucker. That's my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I remember something about a train. Yeah, there's one of those, the too. The Super Train. The super Train, or, super train. Yeah, 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 and it yeah, was like yeah. this giant train. It's all, yeah. 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 <laughs> Another one that just comes up in my mind, and or actually in front of me on my list here, is The Straight Story, the David Lynch film. That is a beautiful, okay, one, that's a gr- fantastic example of a road movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a character, there's a catalyst, his brother's dying, yeah. they've been estranged for many, many years, mm-hmm. and he's going to go, you know, set it straight, you know, bury the hatchet, as you will. And he doesn't drive, so the only mode of transportation, and I believe... It's a true story. People, I was going to say, I believe this is based on a true story. Every performance in it is... Gold. It made Richard Farnsworth, even though he had like a twenty or thirty year career. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh God. He was. He's fantastic in it. It's very for for fans of David Lynch. Um, different. It's very different from all of his other stuff. I can only think of one Lynchian moment in the whole film, mm-hmm. and that's the the lady with the deer. The lady that gets out and starts freaking out about she keeps running into deer. <laughs> Beyond that, it is a straight story. Yeah. It's a regular movie. And it is fucking gorgeous. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen The Straight Story, you really need to check it out, either as a David Lynch fan or just as a fan I of think, really good acting. Yeah, it's a great film, but as a, it's interesting as a Lynch film because it's plot is so linear it there's there's no fucking around there's no like weirdness as um dear lady aside right um, it's it's him being like i want to tell this story yeah and, and not being cute with it absolutely and um his daughter um jennifer his his daughter in the movie um oh. sissy spacex yeah sorry no not not david Lynch's daughter yeah, yeah uh Richard Farnsworth's daughter in the movie, um, Sissy Spacek, as somebody who is uh, 
I don't know, but the, the word we used to use back home when I was a kid was slow. Okay. She's not. Mm-hmm. She's she's not a hundred percent there. Um, is amazing. She does yeah. a fantastic Sissy job. Sissy Spacek, man, is just Sissy Spacek's one of those actresses. Yeah, that is. Just, yeah, absolutely. She doesn't do a lot anymore, and I wonder if it's because uh, it's because, because Hollywood she's doesn't. Well, yeah. Hollywood doesn't employ a lot of older women. You know, I saw so uh, stupid. Neil Blomkamp's uh, new thing, uh-huh. um, the short film. I forget what it's called. Uh, I want to say Raka. Yeah. Yeah, Raka. It's from the old studio, um, which one of my buddies worked on. I was all excited. I was like, yay. I didn't realize Sigourney Weaver was in it. Mm-hmm. But she is. And she's, you know, how old is Sigourney Weaver? And she's but still... She's, like, she's the new villain in the new... She's the villain in the new... Some Marvel thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. Is it... Is it Iron Fist? That she's the villain of. Oh. Yeah, but she she's doing that now. She does a lot of that. Right. Um, I kind of cool. feel like I find I kind of feel really like disappointed about the Blomkamp alien not happening because it's like if anyone should do a he an could alien totally movie. do it. He could. T- I having said that though, Alien Resurrection. I'm a fan. I don't care what the people say. One? That the this last one. That oh. Came out. Uh, that's not Resurrection. Uh, I'm sorry, not Resurrection. Um, Covenant. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I stand by some of the sequences in uh, Resurrection. Resurrection's not... Uh, let me put it this way. None of the Alien films are bad movies. There are maybe parts that are not that great, mm-hmm. or maybe that don't measure up to the first Alien mm-hmm. or the second Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them are terrible movies. It's a, it's a great... Yeah, listen um, to our Alien episodes. Anthology. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of a couple of other ones that are out of the box. Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jericho. <laughs> and I've also got another one. Um, uh, shit, I just lost well, it. Well, one of my favorites is Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. Jason That's a totally the, a road picture. Absolutely. They're, you know, the road is the ocean, but yeah, they're, they're totally... Um, they're on a quest. They're on a quest to, to retrieve the Golden Fleece. And it introduces us. You know, a lot of people think that um, Jason and the Argonauts is the best Ray Harryhausen film. Mm-hmm. Because it had it had the strongest script. And I agree with that. It had the best actors. I agree with that. Sure. Um, I don't think it had the best um, effect sequences. But pretty damn close. Man, uh, it's hard though because it's got the skeletons. It's, it's got and the it's skeletons and it's got the hydra. It, I think it has the most technically um, difficult uh, sequences of a Ray Harryhausen film. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that it's it's the best Harryhausen film. Um, but aside from all of that, it is a great road movie. They are on a quest. They are on the ocean. They are on their way to go do this thing. They have a goal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I... Well, it seems like we're doing a lot of just title naming here. We are. And I think that that happens with this type of subject. I mean, road pictures, you can't talk well, a I lot about... I think the about fun of it is trying to pigeonhole things that... Don't like, seem like road yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, when yeah. you think about them, they, they kind of are. Mm. Um, the Road. 
that's funny. That's really funny. All it needed was a dance number. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh at that for a long time. You know what? I, I you know so so if I mention the road, it makes me think of grim and and mm-hmm. dirty and grimy and and um, that brings to mind the revenant. And yeah, are you suggesting it's a road picture? It kind of is. In that it's a journey. I mean, like everything is happening uh, in route. Yeah. To somewhere, it's more about. I, I, okay, granted, I'm stretching it. It's about no, the character. I, I could totally see that. I, but, I, I could argue that with you, right along with you, buddy. Yeah. I, I, I think the Revenant counts. Um, the other one, the Jared Zinn movie I mentioned. The other one that I couldn't think of. Yeah. Um, Space Hunter Adventures in the Space Forbidden. Space Hunter Zone. Adventures in the. You know. <laughs> By the way, Jared Zinn, uh, first of all... Isn't that um, Michael Ironside acting his ass off with half a face? <laughs> yeah. And, and Michael Ironside. Oh, my God. That guy go to a car opening. I just... I remember that, door that horrible... That metal piece on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Molly Ringwald arm. and Peter Strauss in, a, in an RV. Oh, my God. <laughs> but and was it was... Like, I think it was a 3D movie, too. Yeah, it was. First came, yeah, 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 it was. Um... Uh, casually, I'll mention the road trip movies. The, sure. The... Uh, a lot of people will get mad at us, mad at us if we don't mention the um, vacation movies. Yeah. The national. And they are uh, exactly that. They are. Um, they epitomize a road movie. I'm having, uh, at least the first one. The I'm first having one. fun naming, trying to find ones that, that on my list here that are aren't what you'd expect. Uh, we'll also throw out there obligatorily the uh, Muppet movie. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's our criteria. Absolutely. By the way, uh, talking about, I, I keep wanting to come back to Metal Storm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Metal Storm, uh, to me, was important because it was a, a uh, I want to say it was a Golden Harvest American. Was it? Uh, wow, I didn't know that. I think. Yeah. I think. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, then there's something like that that's very, very similar. Weird. Yeah. Golden Harvest, for people who don't know, is... Um, They're like... They were a Hong Kong... Chow and Raymond Shaw and those guys. Well, it was Raymond Chow. Yeah. Um, uh, Raymond Shaw had the... There were, there, there were these two Hong Kong film giants, right. right? It was Golden Harvest and the Shaw Brothers. Right. Right, and right, right. Uh, I always was more partial to Go- Golden Harvest because that's where Bruce Lee came from. That's where Jackie Chan yeah. um, spent a lot of his time. Sure, sure, sure. But the Shaw Brothers, great it, stuff. There's great. some latter day Shaw Brothers stuff, um, Human Lanterns, and that kind of yeah. stuff that are super fun. There's a Cobra Snake movie mm. where it's kind of like Willard with a cobra. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty great. Um, I'm gonna also throw out Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back. Absolutely, that's a road movie because that absolutely fits in where we. I'm also going to throw out "It Happened One Night," the with Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert. Yes. Well, look at me. I've been thinking. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite uh, romantic comedies. It happened one night. Yeah, it yeah. It's, one night. it's wonderful. That scene where she goes out and and shows some leg to get somebody to stop. That's it's iconic. I yeah, mean, it's, it's like, great. It's Hollywood. It's 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 everything that movies are supposed to be um what else gumball rally also i i stumbled upon if you ever saw 
I don't recommend it. The Guilt Trip. It's um, Barbara Streisand and Seth Rogen. No. And there's a there's a kind of a sister movie called Mother with Albert Brooks and Debbie Reynolds. That I've seen. Yeah, where they're like it's essentially for some reason a. Instead of being trapped with a stranger in a car on the road, it's your trap with oh your mother. Oh my God! What's the movie with uh, Melissa McCarthy and uh, Justin Bateman? Uh, oh yeah, uh, that's yeah, a road yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he I forget goes the title of that. Florida to get her and credit uh, something. Something uh, about they, credit cards. Well, she 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 stole his identity. Yeah. Identity theft. Is that the name of it? Yeah. I, I, there we go. Okay. Bing bing bing. Uh, and win. yeah, and that's totally a road movie. Mm -hmm. And and it. Totally fits all the criteria for a road movie. Absolutely. Um, I'll be, I, 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 I was just going to say, I would venture to guess that there's probably more comedy road movies than any other kind. Because it's inherently funny. It, yeah. It's either really funny or really scary. You're forcing people who are different from each other mm -hmm. to be in this enclosed space for an extended period of time. And, yeah. and I think that that's, that's I, a, a recipe for comedy. I'm, I'm smiling right now because I'm, I'm trying to make Murder on the Orient Express work <laughs> <laughs> in my head. I'm trying to make it work, and I don't know that I can. By the but, way, are you excited for the new... Absolutely not. No! Absolutely not. We, like talked about, we talked about it last time. Um, it's, it, it, it just looks awful. <laughs> it looks like summer stock. Oh. It, yeah, anyway. Um... I will argue Harold and Kumar to go to White Castle as a road film. Sure. Um, Harry and Tonto completely. Yeah, completely. that's a, yeah, that's totally a road film. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Ah. <laughs> uh... That first that first half of the duology is just a movie about camping. Yeah, yeah, where they start out. I'm trying to remember now. They're in hiding. They're in hiding at the house with the traveling along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? No, I mean, I, there's, I, so, yes, there's probably a million more titles mm -hmm. that fit this. I got a ton. And, but I think, I, I think after a while you're beating a dead horse. It, it, any movie that's taking place over, uh, where, where the plot is taking place over, or the character art is taking over, um, a journey mm -hmm. um, qualifies. I, I do think that it's important to to um, recognize that human beings inherently have, like I was saying earlier, this wanderlust mm -hmm. where you want to go. You want to go. You want to explore. You want to. You know, it's why it's why we went to the moon. It's why we are looking at Mars. It's it's, and I think right. that that's. That's an inherent part of us. I agree. I also think that it's important to acknowledge that this is a thing. This is a trope. This is a thing that people, a, a ploy that a writer or a filmmaker can use um, to a construct that by which to present a um, a uh, uh, whatever idea they're trying to get. Whatever it is, whether so. It's and I think as a viewer, it's important that you acknowledge that when you see it to go, oh, this is a road picture. Right. And by what we've done in the last hour um, has been to sort of go, here, here's an example of that. Here's another example of right. that. Right. Um, Hopefully, uh, 
I, I don't think we went too far off field, but hopefully uh, a few of our suggestions make people think differently about what a road picture is. Absolutely. Um, I'm. Are there any one things that you want to that that you feel like we've missed? I'm. Sh- I feel like we've missed a lot. <laughs> we have missed a lot. Um, I feel like we've missed a lot, but I. Uh, but I think we've covered basically that. Okay. I have. I do have a couple. That okay. I, I do want to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, Bonnie and Clyde. Absolutely. Sure. Um. Uh. And and not only that, but just a really good movie. Right. Crossroads. The. Crossroads. Uh, the uh, Ralph Macchio. The Ralph Macchio movie. Um, uh, <laughs> absolutely. A movie called Due Date with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis, um, where they're out trapped on the road. Right. Is it Zach? I want to say it's yeah, it's Zach Galifianakis. It, it is Zach Galifianakis, um, and it's a, and it's all about basically how the Zach character is annoying, a fuck up, and annoying. Exactly. And, yeah. Every, Zach Galifianakis stock and take. That's actually a good mo- uh, a good movie. It's actually pretty funny. Let's see. I'm just gonna whip through these. Dumb and Dumber, absolutely. Sure. Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill. Oh man! I know. I'm I told disappointed you. That you. I know. Fuck. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Five Easy Pieces. Right. Um, oh, so, man, God bless America. I'm flipping. God bless America. Okay, let me talk about God bless America <laughs> for a second. God, I told you I got time. God God bless America is. Bobcat, uh, go away! Go away! It's great directing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I haven't seen. Have you seen the Sasquatch movie? I've not seen the Sasquatch movie. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I was going to say for people who haven't seen God Bless America, it's Bill Murray's brother, the one I can't remember his name. It's not Brian Doyle. It's, no, not, it's Brian not Brian Doyle. It's the other one. The other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is amazing. It's kind of like. Um, uh, falling down in a weird way. It's very much like falling down. It's Absolutely. a little like natural born killers in a way. Right. Um, uh, this guy who, in the beginning of the movie, he's diagnosed diagnosed with, with brain cancer, yeah. I believe, and he sees all these awful people on TV mm-hmm. and in media, as we all do. Yeah. And he's like. God damn it! I'm gonna do something. <laughs> it about plums it. the same kind of ground as things like Taxi Driver and yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's, gr- it's, it's a dark, it's a dark yet fun movie, and he he kind of hooks up with uh, a little girl, this little girl who feels the same way about life that yeah. he does. She has the same nihilism of her youth that he has at the end of right. his life. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, they. Well, just to give you an idea, if you haven't seen the movie, here's here's an idea. Uh, he sees a video of a, a girl, uh, uh, a 16-year-old girl on a reality show who gets a new car for her birthday. And it's not the car that she wanted. And she pitches a fit. She's, like, just going off. Of, her parents are awful, blah, blah, blah. She's a rich, spoiled brat. This is how he hooks up with the girl because the girl goes to school with her. He goes and kills her. He shoots her. And that's kind of the impetus for, for their journey. Their their road picture is picking out people who deserve to die, and they go and they kill them. It sounds horrible, I know. But you it's gotta a black watch comedy. It's, it's like a, a lot of Bobcat, Bobcat stuff. It's yeah. very, very black. Yeah. Um, continuing list, just doing a lightning round. Last detail, uh, Little Miss Sunshine... 
Um, Both Al- of those movies are fantastic. Fantastic. By the way. Albert Brooks's Lost in America is great. Sure. Um, I will argue that John Travolta's Michael is a, where he was an angel. Uh, yeah. They're on the road. They have to get some right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, brother, where art thou? Is totally a road movie. And um, sideways. Well, as far as that goes, as far as that goes, Skin Game. Yeah. It was a real good movie. Yeah, that I love that. That's a great movie. <laughs> um, and not talked about a lot, I think. Yeah. Um, all you know, those James Garner comedies were hilarious. Isn't it funny that a lot of those movies that Sidney Poitier did are not talked about? Well... As much as they should be. We did exploitation, and, and, you know, we... Even, even like, the Poitier uh, Cosby movies got, got derision. And I yeah. thought, well, I, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's fair that they're not great films. Um, well, and they're a like, little um, goofy. What's but, the uh, what's the one with the blind girl? Um, I don't know. I, when you say that, I think Wait Until Dark, and no, that can't be what we're talking no, about. No, 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 no. Um, the color, I can't remember. Now. Dang it. But anyway, it's not related to what we're talking about, and so I haven't researched it. But, but a lot of them... Who's coming to dinner, for example? Oh, guess who's coming to dinner. Guess who's sure, coming sure, to sure. dinner. Um, I just don't hear them talked about enough yeah, I know. when it comes to, yeah. to race relations. He was kind and of the almost, guy... There's almost a whole show in there when you can factor in things like um, like Lilies of the Field. Yes. Which yeah, is yeah, a yeah. great movie. And whether you're a, fa- a person of faith or not, it's a great movie. Absolutely. Anyway. There's a lot of handshaking going on there that Sidney Poitier did that I don't think gets enough attention. I agree. Um, let's see. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Most Terminator movies, I guess. Uh, they're kind more of a chase room. movie. Yeah, they're chase movies. Um, Tommy Boy, completely. Oh, sure. And I'm going to wind up with um, We're the Millers, which is a terrible film, but it, 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 it is a Right, it road. is a road movie. Uh, Wild at Heart. Basically, I think of, of David Lynch. I, I think of uh, where the Millers as a cheaper version of. It's like the Kmart version of um, National Lampoon's Vacation. Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wild at Heart. Yes, that totally fits. Um, and then I do want to. Uh, I'll, throw, I'll throw, also throw out Wild Hogs. <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, Travolta uh, and like. Tim Allen and what's the one I'm thinking of with Clint Eastwood? It was the space, the astronaut. Oh, that's movie. Space Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Wild Hogs was the like middle aged crisis on a Harley. That brings up a question: Are space movies? Uh, yeah, I have one in here. Films. I uh, have one. Um, space Truckers, the the Stuart Gordon movie. <laughs> Um, and then the final one I want to mention is a little movie, uh, kind of an existential thing called Wrist Cutters, A Love Story. Wrist Cutters, A Love Story is, one, an amazing film. Mm-hmm. Two, too much overlooked. Yeah. Doesn't um, get talked about. It's a beautiful movie, and, and the idea is that um, if you kill yourself, you're relegated to this particular area. Yeah, it's kind um, of a spin on like in Beetlejuice, where you're doomed to right. <laughs> you know, that's a it's a great movie. Clerical if story. you've never seen it, check it out. It's, it's funky. Called, yeah, Wrist Cutter is a love story. Mm-hmm. I have two copies of it 
Oh, on nice. my shelf at home. Yeah, yeah. it's a great movie, and and, and he talk about movies that I want to say. Okay, who who plays about. in it? Uh, does Paul Dano play in it? Uh, I don't remember. I can't remember. It was, it's been a while. There's yeah. a there's, but it's got that vibe to it, um, and it's fun. Yeah. All right, let's say this. If you dig goth music, you'll love Rick Cutter's <laughs> Love Story. And even if you don't. Um, all right, so we're going to take a break real quick, and then we're going to move on to this other stuff. Um, sit tight, and we will be right Right back. Ghouls be seen and ghosts. like to tell a little story about a girl from far away you might feel bad you might feel sorry about what happened so they Okay, so we're back, right. and uh, as usual, we're going to go on to some deaths and some news and some trailers and that kind of thing. Right. Um, this week, we'll start small with uh, with deaths. Um, Anita Pallenberg died. Um, she was the muse of the Rolling Stones back in the 60s. She sure. was married to Brian Jones and then later Keith and then Richards. And later Keith Richards, yeah. 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 Um, she was one of those figures. You know, she didn't have the, the foot of someone like Marianne Faithful or, or Yoko Ono. Right, but she, she was a big deal. She reminds me a lot of Nico. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. She was a fashion yeah. model mm-hmm. in the sixties in the same era of like Twiggy and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um but yeah. She was one of those one of those folks. And then the uh, John G. Abelson, the director of Rocky and uh, so Karate I'm Kid. surprised there isn't more noise about this. Like that guy like with those with those two movies alone, alone um, kind of made his stamp on the whole. Uh, now I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't look at his IMDb, but I know that if I went there, it would be a lot of whoa, oh, yeah. oh shit, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let, let me just say this: when I when I first saw Rocky. It was at home. Mm-hmm. I didn't go see it in the theater because I was, you know, I was a kid. And I saw it on TV. And I was living out in this uh, big farmhouse out in the country. Mm-hmm. And the the first thing I did after seeing Let's Rocky for the meat. first time. 
I went out and I ran around the house. Sure. Like ten times. Why wouldn't you? Uh, just as fast as I could. Yeah. That movie, you know, so filled you with adrenaline. I had seen, actually, Karate Kid before I saw Rocky. Mm-hmm. And both of those movies... Cover do, a lot of the same ground. Cover a lot of the same have ground. You, and do nothing but inspire you. Yeah, right, yeah, you, yeah. You know. Have you seen there's a cut on YouTube of a trailer that paints uh, the Cobra Kai as the good guys? <laughs> no, but yeah. that would be awesome. And it's basically <laughs> like, hey man, this kid comes in and just starts trying to take over our town and yeah. taking over our tournament. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and then the big one this week was uh, um, Adam West. Yeah, Adam West. So, it's really... It's it's really weird in, in that um, I was uh, obviously I was too young in 1966. I was born in 1966 okay. to watch Batman when it was first run. Mm-hmm. I saw it as reruns in the afternoon um, in the early 70s, and yeah, I was there every yeah. fucking day when that guy mm-hmm. said. Return next time to find out the same bat time, same bat channel. I was all over it. Uh, It's Adam West is one of those guys that's weird because um, he definitely made uh, an indelible stamp, Mm -hmm. and yet was never one of he was never an A-lister. Well, at the time, you have to remember that um, I just re-listened to his interview he did on Gilbert show. Right. And he talks about how at one point he was at dinner with the Broccoli family and they said, well, we want you to, he was set to be the next James Bond instead of George Lazenby. Mm. And then because he was under contract to Batman, he couldn't do he couldn't the do Bond it. thing. But he was a guy who, um, that's actually a good choice. Like he would have been a good James could Bond. Could have been, could would have changed everything yeah. for him. Um, the thing of it is, is that at some point he, like someone like, let's say, Leonard Nimoy, embraced that aspect of himself sure. or his of his career. That and it kind sort of, of niche. Yeah, uh, and it gave him a second life. He wouldn't have gotten the Family Guy thing without it. Right. Um, I know people that were really, you know, deservedly so, really bummed about this. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised at the at the response. Mm-hmm. To people who I didn't know were Bat fans, even well, Bat yeah. fans. People always go, like Kevin Smith was talking about, like, oh, he was my Batman. Well, it wasn't for me, but I get it. Yeah. Um, the idea of, it must be how a kid feels now, you know, the idea of seeing one of your favorite comic book characters up on the screen sure. is, is, is is important. Um, it, it, it always seemed to me that, one, he was in on the joke, mm-hmm. which is important. Mm-hmm. Um and that he, he, it seemed to me that he had no uh, delusions about who he as, was, about who he was, or where where, yeah. where he you know occupied, especially his. at the end. Uh, I I had recently talked about I had seen um, I remember uh, seeing uh, some softcore porn with movie. him. Yeah, it was the with, uh, Happy Hooker goes to yeah Hollywood. yeah yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just, it was just, you know, it was one of those things that was, I was just like, oh, that's really odd and really cool. 
mm-hmm. at the same time, you know. Yeah, the he well, supposedly he had talked about that in this interview and he had said that it was it was supposed to be a regular sort of a comedy. Right. And then they went in later and did all the they inserted all the what he called pornography. Sure, sure. Um sure. but uh yeah, got it. Was was happy with it. Was content with who he was. Sure. Um, um, well, with this uh, one oh. with with the, with the Family Guy stuff <laughs> and his appearance on um, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory, and supposedly there's now the NBC released an episode that he was on of the cancel series, the Damage thing. The um, they were their cleanup crew. There was a powerless or powerful or okay. something or other. There was a TV series that about people who cleaned up after um, superheroes, and gotcha. he did an episode of that. Um, it's also coming out that supposedly in his prime he was having sex with seven women a day. Wow! So wow. thumbs up, Adam. Yeah. Um, he tells a great story about being invited to a party and him and Frank Gorshin showing up together because they were like yeah let's just go to this we'll just go and so they went to some party in the hollywood hills and when they walked in everyone was naked and it, it turns out that it was an orgy <laughs> and they got they got kind of rude and were thrown out but um uh that's funny that's that's hilarious, that's hilarious. oh my god Adam West and Frank Gorshin, <laughs> nude. <laughs> no, I don't think they they were participating. He said they weren't participating. They didn't which, get to that point. I don't know that I believe that. <laughs> but um, basically, that they were they were in character, and it was really kind of freaking people out. And they were like, "You gotta go. You're ruining our whole thing here." Uh, moving on to news. Um, Kevin, who knew this? Kevin Smith is doing a horror anthology. <laughs> Yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere, out of right? Nowhere. I didn't know. And I listened to several of his podcasts. By the way, did you did you watch the uh, video where he's, he's kind of POV video that he's doing? Yeah, probably. Where he's like pointing out um, <laughs> Robert Kurtzman. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In the background, like, dude, that guy is so fucking stoned. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's like, yeah. He is. Well, stoked. it just seems weird because it's like. He no mention of it. Supposedly, he had been trying to do get this Krampus film off the ground, right? And couldn't. And instead, he changed it to uh, this anthology thing, right? Um, go fig. He's comparing it to things like Creepshow. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, you know what? That's for somebody else to decide, not you. Yeah. You know, because there's lots of we did a, the episode on the anthology film, right? So here's one of them, and. Um, I don't know that if it's if it's every if it's if it's a collection of directors or if it's just him. I don't know. If like, it's just him, like we really don't know anything oh, about it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because it's it's um, it might be a way for him to clean house of a bunch of story yeah. ideas that he has, but I don't. Kevin get Smith it. is one of those guys that's like, I hate him, but respect him. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Like I really hate the whole. Tusk and, and and red state thing. I, I hate him thinking that it's if he since I since comedy doesn't work for him he can just kind of co opt horror. But on the well, other hand, talk about swinging for the fences, right? You know, because no one would ever make Tusk other than him. And so you there's a very definite divide between Kevin Smith prior to Pot. Yeah. After pot, it really uh, absolutely, really there is, and it happens right around um, the 
the release of Zack and Mary. Yeah, and and I, I, one thing I want to say is, God bless him for kind of chronicling all that stuff for us, so we can chronicle. S- yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so that we can see. Yeah, where the shift happens. Yeah. Oh, you can mark it absolutely. Yeah. Because he was such a wreck. I was listening to Smodcast around the time that they, it was the build-up through making Zack and Mary, yeah. and then the release, and how everyone hated it, and how devastated he was. He basically, sounded suicidal. Yeah, basically, Zack and Mary was the yeah truth, that the is, top that and cop yeah. out. Yeah, right around cop the same out. time, and he, he just figured. It's like it's. I respect it's, it in a way because it's a lot of the way I feel about stuff. Where it's like, you know, odds are I'm going to lose money on this. So why am I not doing what I want to do? It's very difficult not to feel sorry for him mm-hmm. when you look at Cop Out. <laughs> well, uh, buy the ticket, take the ride. He knew. I think he knew what he was getting into. Uh, um, I think though he didn't factor in what a shithead Bruce Willis was, and yeah. that Tracy Morgan was out, is out of control and right, 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 right. Um, uh, uh, but I think that he uh, I do he's th- definitely stopped giving a fuck and yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. Yeah. I do think that it was a mistake to leave um, the Viewisk universe well, but he's not because they're he's coming back it. now to uh, Jay and Silent Bob return is yeah, the, and, and, yeah and to be honest I'll look forward to that I loved at some point, it becomes like the Joe Besser era um, Three Stooges, right? He's yeah, going to be yeah, in yeah. his 50s. Jay, Jay in his 40s isn't so fucking snoochy-boochy cute anymore. So the, so the thing is, you've got to change that character, Maybe. right? you got to you got to do something I see what that. I say. Give him a wife. Sure. Give him an equally oh wacky my God. wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how great would that be? That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. We should, you know, I hate, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I almost feel like... We need to do a Kevin, a Smith, Kevin Smith episode, episode right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. we'll, I'll, we'll make a yeah, we'll about. think about it. Um, moving on. Um, Martin Freeman is producing, were you done with that topic? Yeah. Okay. Martin Freeman is producing what is being described as a, quote, biblical Game of Thrones... In the idea that they're doing a TV series based on Paradise Lost. Well. Well. So okay. So first of all, I I like Martin Freeman. Yeah. As an actor. Agreed. I love the idea. Love the idea of somebody doing a cinema version of Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost is one of those things that I go back to. Yeah. Time and time and time again. Um, I love, well, first of all, I love that it's not part of the Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it's a, uh, a biblical epic. Sure. Nonetheless. Yeah, well, they've been trying to get this off the ground for a long time. Stuart Hazeldean was going to do it. Um, so... But if it, the TV series, it might work. It might work. That uh, slow well, rollout first of all, Well, first of all, I think that the only way you can do Paradise Lost is as... In HBO or Showtime yeah. or whatever, you have to have the nudity. You have to have the violence. Yeah, abs- absolutely. But at some point, like you, you really have that build up. It's like Game of Thrones, a build up to this war in heaven yeah. that the, could be cool. I finally, you know, uh, started watching Game of Thrones, mm. trying to catch up before the new 
season starts in July. Um, and I, I, and I get it. I, I do think it's great. You know, it's very difficult for me to be, get behind a TV show. Right. Haven't uh, seen an episode. Haven't seen an episode. Yeah. I this most of the Game of Thrones stuff whizzes right by me. Once it's all done, yeah, I might su- sit down. My suggestion is that you sit down sure, and sure, watch sure, it. Sure, it's, sure. It's, I mean, I get it. It's fucking great. Yeah, I get it. It is great. No, absolutely. In much the same way that Breaking Bad was great. <laughs> but we had this conversation about time and the expenditure of time. Right. And, you, and you only I have just, so much time and, yeah. like, why spend... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think... I think you should definitely do it. Right. But, and, but, but to the topic, I think that if, if you... If they're going to do anything as a TV series on it, as an HBO kind of thing, yeah. Paradise Lost heads my list. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paradise that Lost. or Dante's Inferno. <laughs> but Paradise Lost is more... Man, linear. Dante's Inferno has been like... I'm just imagining all the effects. Like yeah. You have like devils fighting so angels. So many cool... It's going to be fucking a road By show. the way, there's like an old night... I don't know. Beginning of the century. Yeah, it's like 1919, 1920s. Of Dante's Inferno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Very sort of Gustave Doré. It's, yeah, uh, it's like it's like you took Gustave Doré and put him on film. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's cheesy because it's the 20s, but... Uh, no, fuck that. It's But awesome. it looks good. And they pull off some really cool in-camera effects that yeah. they, they had no business being able to pull off. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brian, uh, Danny Elfman is doing the score for Justice League, which means a lot of um and junkie xl who is who's really hot right now he's a new film score guy we're going to talk about this we have an upcoming episode on the film score right um but he's one of those guys that does is doing a lot he's a hot um he's a hot commodity he's a new hands on zimmer and he's doing tomb raider but i guess he was going to do justice wait 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 they're making they're remaking yeah the, the, the girl that was the robot in X uh, X Machina is it X Machina Machina Max Machina um uh, <laughs> anyway um is Laura Croft. Laura Croft and they, they've released some stills and a little bit of footage of her you know working out on I'm very dubious about this property I know it's like it's it's all a property based on big tits. I don't really get it. Well, I'm hoping that she's not like... I mean, like... I think that, that if they play it straight... You know, if, if we get some something that lies between Wonder Woman and Indiana Jones... Yeah. Sure. I'm okay, okay. with that. Um, if we get the second Tomb Raider... No. Uh, no, I'm not so much... <laughs> even, that even had, had AJ. Tomb Raider is uh, like... Uh, yeah. But there's no reason for it not to be. Uh, let's see. Speaking of, uh, you said Breaking Bad. Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart are doing a remake of this film called Intouchables about a white guy who is uh, paraplegic and he takes a black guy who has just been released from prison as a caretaker. And it's it's one of those things about, you know, oh, I don't like you. Oh, maybe you're not so bad. Oh, you're my best friend. You know what I mean? 48 hours. No, yeah, but it's it's not. There's no, there's none of the gunplay. It's because like, right, right, he's in right. a wheelchair. It's essentially them in a room talking, and there it was. It's a famous play. It was made into a, a well received movie that I want to say had if if it didn't win an Oscar, it was it was nominated. It's, it's very definitely an Oscar play. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, there's going to be a fifth season of Luther with Idris Elba, which surprises me given Dark Tower. Right, all, all this other, other stuff, stuff going that he has going, he's, on. He's going on. Yeah. He's got that movie we talked about last week about uh, him and Kate Winslet um, eating each other in the, in the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's one. Is that what it's about? No, like, they're just lost. <laughs> I don't think they're going to eat each other. But that would be funny. That would be hilarious. Uh, here's one that I always encounter this stuff that makes me just, it makes my brain, like, lock up. <laughs> There's a rumor that Guy Ritchie. Okay. Okay. It's true he's doing a version of Aladdin. Which doesn't make any sense at all. That makes no sense. But it's supposedly it's going to be more of like, we're focused on the street urchin, he says. So he's make, he's making casting, putting lines in the in the water to cast this. I'm already laughing. It's, it gets better. So Jafar, you know Jafar. <laughs> right, right. He, he, he said in an interview that he wanted Tom Hardy to play, <laughs> to play Jafar. Which makes me believe that... That makes no sense if you look, If you look at Guy Ritchie's behavior and right. you look at Dennis Rodman's behavior, right. that shows you what happens when you date Madonna. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. doesn't make any sense at all. No. I just want to know how they're going to do the, the bird. They probably won't do the bird. Probably won't. Um, my, real quickly, a couple of real small things. Last night, the new Transformers... Michael Bay says it's his last Transformers, but then last month he said that there's four, he has fourteen more lined up. Oh that, my god! That you know, just like, stop it. Yeah. Uh, and in good news, Book of Life is getting a sequel. The the uh, Day of the Dead thing. Day of the Dead thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's right. cool. Uh, moving on to trailers, we're gonna guess both both of these. I don't know if you saw all of these. I did. Did you really? I uh, did. Let's go through them really quickly. Origin Wars, it's a sort of sci-fi thing starring one of the the Kellen Luntz, I want to say, was in it. Um, it looks super sci-fi, kind of oblivion. Kind yeah, of. it looks like every other sci-fi thing that's come out in the last couple of years. I was yeah. not very excited. I liked it. Some of the imagery looked good. Some of the ships looked good that you knew were CG. Some sure. of the, Some of the things, like some of the components were cool. I don't know that I'm going to give a shit. I give a shit, and I definitely won't see it in a theater. Yeah. Um, Happy Death Day, or as I like to call it, Horror's Groundhog's Day. Um, this, yeah, I mean, it was like, it was like, the premise is Groundhog's that, Day. Where you die. Where you die. Yeah. You don't just go to sleep or whatever happened to... But you right. die. Somebody kills you at the and end. And then you wake up that morning. And then you relive the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the... I don't know if you're supposed to change things, so you Well, it die. sounds like, yeah, that she what she's trying going to try to do is stop her own murder or find yeah. out who it is. Um, and even from the trailer, I bet you I, I got a, a five spot that says I already know who the killer is. Okay. Yeah, and cool. it's just like uh, I, I, I think it's interesting. Again, we'll it, never see this in a movie theater. I'm, I'm probably never going to see this in any format. <laughs> uh, let's see. Goodbye, Christopher Robin. That is the one from this week's batch of trailers that I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna. It looks good. Yeah. It looks good in the way that like Neverland was good. Exactly. It, yeah. It, yeah. It, 
feels very much like Finding Neverland. Yeah, Finding Neverland. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, yeah, it's the story about the guy that wrote Winnie the Pooh. And, um, it's, it's, it's him in the trenches in World War One. It's where he goes after that. I, I'm all over this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I agree. Great. Um, there is one other film I would put slightly above this, and we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, bottom of the barrel, Flatliners. That Flatliners trailer was terrible. Okay. I'll be honest. When I saw Flatliners, I'm like, I'm not fucking watching it's terrible. It's terrible. Like, it looks like... First of all, the first Flatliners movie was not that great. Yeah. yeah. I think people look at that movie through that sort of prism of um, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and because you... It always made me laugh that the first one, um, when when they... Spoiler. When they when they put uh, Julia Roberts under. Right. And they give her the defib pads. To yeah. bring her back, she's wearing a bra that has metal on it. And yeah, that would just light her you, up. You, <laughs> one of the first things you learn when you're putting fucking pads on somebody is you cut that yeah, shit off. You got to do that. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, it looks terrible. Yeah. Um, a horror movie called The Answer, which I kind of liked the setup. Where a dude's mother has... Did you see this one? I, this I, one? I watched all of them. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, remember. A dude's mother has died, and after her death, he receives a package in the mail. Yeah, and when he opens okay. it up, when he opens it up, there's some little computery thing that he inadvertently starts, and it, it signals his entrance into some sort right. of game, I right, guess. Right, right, right. So, my feeling about this trailer was, kudos to you guys... Mm-hmm. for uh, trying to do something cool with a very... Limited budget. Limited budget. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I... Frankly, I really don't fucking care. Yeah, I, I agree. To... The thing, it's it's very generic looking. The, the yeah. setup is interesting. It reminded me, if you've ever seen a movie um, from a few years ago called Series 7... Uh, it was a thing where um, randomly people would uh, everyone's entered. If you live in this country, you are entered in this game. Right. And so suddenly, like you'll be someplace, like at the grocery store, and a guy walks up and will hand you a gun and go, "You're a contestant on Series Seven, and he just leaves. And now there's people out there that are trying to kill you. Right. right. And it's got some great imagery of um, um, the girl who was the girl in the pit from Silence of the Lambs. Uh-huh. Pregnant out to here, walking down the street with a bread in her hand, just shooting people. Gotcha, gotcha. It's great. Um, this seems a lot more whiny and a lot more MTV friendly. Right. No, it just, yeah. Uh, speaking of MTV friendly, a movie called Awaken the Shadow Man. Um, okay, I, this looks horrible. <laughs> this looks horrible. There's, there's a few of these. There's a boogeyman in. It's kind of like shadows. Shadow People meets Slenderman meets yeah. angsty bullshit. Yeah. Skip it. Fuck that. Um, the trailer that bummed me out was Bad Grandmas because. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. It's Pam Greer, Florence Henderson, and a lot of other women who deserve better. I gotta say. Out of all the trailers that you showed this week, this is the one I was most excited to see. 
I want to see Florence Henderson yeah. fucking like she's pointing. smoking dope. She's shooting people. Dude, she's laughing her ass off. She's like, I I really don't smoke this for pleasure. Yeah. I smoke it for her ang- big paws, Papa my smoke. anxiety, yeah, yeah. and then laugh Pam Greer. You know, it's just one of those things where I just looked at it. It looks micro-budgeted. It looks it really does. super silly. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's definitely very aware. It's of, the same sort of thing. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's uh, it's like Rough Night. It's like The Hangover. It's, it's like, like Space Cowboys. <laughs> it, yeah, kind of. Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Uh, people die inadvertently is because they're actually right. bad. There's a lot of that. Bad grandpa. They're killing right? people. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and then the one that really made me laugh was this China salesman. It's uh, Steven oh. Seagal and Mike Tyson. It made Tyson. you laugh for the wrong reasons. It's such an ego fest. It's so, oh my it god, so horrible. And all it is 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 all I kept thinking. It's a like, Hong Kong kung fu movie with. Okay, so this is a trope in Hong Kong kung fu movies where you have the Occidental. Uh, guy who is uh, bigger and badder <laughs> than the other folks and gets the shit kicked out of him. That's what I get from this movie. Well, this just is like uh, Mike Tyson seems to be really mad at a lot of bottles because <laughs> he's punching a lot of bottles. I am shocked that it, they actually show him landing punches on Seagal, which probably right. was in his contract. Like, uh, I get to land a couple. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but it looks so weird and confusing. And, and and Okay, so the first thing to know about this movie is if, if, you, if you look at trailers of this movie, it's not a Steven Seagal or Mike Tyson movie. They are simply the... Western people who have been got lodged in, in there. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. This is a, a Hong Kong um, action movie. Yeah, it reminded me of that whole like Tyson showing up in one of the Ip, Ip Man movies. Right, and exactly. I will say though that there are a couple of moments in the thing where you know I can't help but feel in the right director's hands, much like let's say the Terminator changed everyone's perspective sure, on sure. Schwarzenegger. Right. In the right hands with the right project. I could buy Tyson in a couple of things. Absolutely, he put looks him, great. Put he him looks... in something like let's let's say a pwn in Aliens. Right. I'd buy it. Absolutely. Ah, put him I'm in a gonna, Predator I'm, movie. I'm gonna back up a little bit and say, except for his fucking voice. Yeah. I've I've met Tyson in real life. Yeah, that voice is hard to get past. And it's hard. It's hard to to reconcile yeah. the guy that you're talking to. With the guy that you saw take out with that uppercut <laughs> and hook combination, yeah, 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 it's really hard. They, uh, he's, he can act. I just don't know. I, I just think this looks like this thing looks just like a complete shit show and a money grab. It's in the much. Well, for me, the thing that kills it for me is Seagal. Yeah. I just can't buy that guy. Can I, we just give him give Tyson his own thing? Let yeah, him do absolutely. His, let him, Clearly, there's a draw there. I I have a feeling that this movie is uh, that Tyson and Seagal are very very minor parts of this movie. Yeah. I think they'll show up for a fight. 
Yeah, and exactly. And then it'll focus on one of them. Right. Probably Seagal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, there's a great, if you have HBO, there's a great one-man show that Tyson did um, a few years ago that they recorded that's phenomenal. Yeah. It's just him on stage alone talking about just his talking. life, and it's great. Yeah. And then finally, um, they released a trailer for a movie called Endless Poetry. It's the new Alejandro Jodorowsky movie. Okay, so, holy fuck. I know. It God looks good. Damn it. it looks good. I'm... One, I've always been a fan of Jodorowsky because he, not because his stuff is good, but because he's always kind of had this fuck you kind of attitude, mm-hmm. and I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, from El Topo on. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, you're fine. And um, I, this particular film looks fucking amazing it looks, it looks great it looks cut from the same cloth as Santa Sangre and is as uh, cut from the same cloth as uh, Alex de la Iglesia's The Last Circus yeah as uh, long as I have no idea what the movie's about okay well from what I gathered it's about uh, a, a young guy it's him who wants to be a poet? Right, but it's supposedly they call him in the trailer film. They call him by all. They call Jodorowsky him by his name. name. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I wonder if it's sort of an autobiography in some way, or a enhanced in the same Maybe way that Fear and Loathing was. I don't know. In a weird way. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but I'm really. I will say this: I'm excited to see it. This, this I would go to my local art house and Fuck see. yeah. If this shows up in the Pickford, yeah. you fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. yeah. Uh, Okay. Um, so, any recommendations? Have you seen anything? And then we'll get out of here. Um, the most recent thing I've seen is I, I went and rewatched Super 8. Oh, really? Yeah. I think you talked about this last week. That Did you I? On, that you saw Super 8. Um, yeah, because we talked about it. Did we talk yeah, about yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's good. I can't I can't recommend this movie enough. Um, I really think that this movie missed its target by coming out a few years too early. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, in the nostalgia-fueled market now? Right, exactly. For the, the Stranger Things yeah, I think uh, we said that. that you market. don't get to Stranger Things without Super 8. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, it's... It's a fucking good movie. Yeah, it's great. And even the things I didn't like about it, after watching it again, mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it, it's fucking good. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it ages well. And Absolutely. not that it's so old. Absolutely. It's, it's aging well, and it's, yeah. a, it's a nice little time castle. Anything else? Um, I, I recently watched um, a series, a BBC series, called Secret of Drawing. Okay. The Secret of Drawing is, I think there's four episodes, and it is, it examines how drawing is so important to so many aspects of um, the rest of the world. Mm. Whether it's, um, whether it's a, a design of a particular product, or, um the um, advancement of a particular idea, mm. if it's in religion or whatever, the drawing is so important. It's a great, 
it's a if you're an artist at all, go to YouTube, look up the Secret of Drawing. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Good. Watch awesome. all four chapters because it's fantastic. How long is it? Each chapter is an hour long. Oh, okay. That's, that's doable. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Uh, me, same thing. Going ahead with the thing. Uh, my watching a movie a day. Uh, here's a couple of things. Uh, Dead Ball. Um, sort of a sushi typhoon thing. Very Japanese. Very battlefield baseball. Very um, hell driver. By very the way, battlefield baseball. Yeah. Fun but it's very super super bloody super goofy super silly um there's a documentary called the elephant in the living room that i saw it's about yeah people. that's a that's a great documentary it's a great documentary it's about people that that like get lion cubs and think they're cute and they don't realize that that's going to grow into a lion right and it becomes a problem after that uh, I rewatched Law Abiding Citizen because uh, I inadvertently on YouTube saw a clip, the telephone clip with the judge on the telephone, and I thought, right. let's watch it again. And sure enough, it's a flawed, great film. There's some great stuff in it. There's there's a lot of holes in it. Um, but the two things I really want to talk about is, number one, um, because we mentioned Yatterman recently, right. Right. I went back and watched rewatched it. Super fun. It's better than you remembered it. Super isn't it? silly. It's like I said before. It's very much like a the cartoon, the Power, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers come to life. Yetterman is to me what Inframan is to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is really cool because uh, it's got a the modern technology behind it. Right. And it so none of it comes off looking sort of goofy and cheesy. Um, and then finally, uh, I went and rewatched. I did a lot of rewatching this week. Um, Man from Nowhere, uh, which right. is one of my favorite films of all time, and it's it it still holds up. Yeah, it's my it's it's one of those movies for me that it's like my King Kong. I keep yeah. coming back to it because there's so much there that I re- it really sort of resonates. My challenge to you, sir, is to try to as I try to wedge in King Kong <laughs> into I every try. episode. You know, although Man from Netflix has it, and it also has No Tears for the Dead, which is the guy's follow-up film, and right. I own it on Blu-ray, and I and I haven't seen it, and I don't know why. And I saw the trailer. I bought it because I saw the trailer, and the trailer's got more of that really astounding gotcha. um, martial arts stuff. So I'll, I'll, I'll need to get around to it. Uh, next week we I I hate talking about the coming weeks because we don't want to pooch it. Because it um, was, but I think this one possibly change. Yeah, but I, th- I do think this one's solid. Um, we have author and she was a game designer at some point, uh, Lorelai Shannon. Yeah, going to be here with us. Holy and not shit! Skype, in the room. In the room. Um, and I think we're going to talk about a lot of her stuff. Yeah. And then we're going to dovetail into the Southern Gothic. Lorelai, by the way, Southern Gothic, just. Pour yeah. warm water. Yeah, yeah, oh, right? Um, Lorelai has a book that I highly recommend called Possum Kingdom. That is an amazing book. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to have that. And then we're we're in, implementing this new sort of system where we're going to know about things ahead of time. And we're going to start bringing people in um, for that third chair um, that are, are both... Uh, what we want to do is get people in here that you know from their work. Right. And we want to get them to talk about things that you don't expect them to talk about. 
Right. So that's kind of the direction we're going to go. Um, so that's it. That's episode 128. Road pictures. Awesome. Thanks for hanging, buddy. We will see you next week uh, for the Bonus Material Podcast. I'm Tom Carnell. And I'm Langley West. Stay fucking scared.